This is Dr. Danielle Eaton, the founder of Aligned Women. We help women in chiropractic just like you to grow profitable practices without sacrificing being present with your family. You're listening to the Aligned Women podcast, the original podcast for women in chiropractic. If you want more time with your family and more money in your bank account, you're in the right place. Be sure to take our Aligned Practice quiz to find out how aligned your practice is. You can find it at www.alignedwomen.com forward slash quiz. Now sit back, take a deep breath, and enjoy today's episode. Episode 118 of the Aligned Women podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Danielle Eaton, and in today's episode, I am going to be sharing with you the real reasons that you don't like marketing. So to start off today's episode, I want to share with you something that just happened a few moments ago in the Aligned Women members community. We had two doctors literally within moments share posts about going out of network with insurance plans. And this is a really, really big thing. I mean, if you're an insurance practice, then you know how big it can feel, how scary it can feel to go out of network. And the amazing thing about this is that both of these ladies have been dreaming about going out of network with insurance companies for literally years. But what's coming up for both of them is that they now feel that they have the confidence to make this big change. So I'm sharing this with you, not because I think that having an insurance practice is wrong or that having a cash practice is right, but because I know that if you listen to this show, you're committed to your practice, you're committed to your career as a chiropractor, and you're committed to making your practice work so that you have the family life that you want to. And yet that often requires you to make big changes and changes that can feel really scary. So I wanna ask you this, how long have you been thinking about making that big, scary change in your own practice? And how long have you been trying to do it all on your own? There's a child entering the laundry room. What is that, kid? Just going to the bathroom to bring the laptop so I can watch. No, there's a bathroom the other way. Yeah, but I'm not going there. <laughs> so we're just going to keep this in the live. Um, yeah, well, sorry for interrupting. Not, we can't take it out of the live video, but go it's going to be in the podcast audio. Go, okay, go shh. Quiet, your sister is sleeping. She said hi, by the way. That was Allison. She's eight. So think about how long you've been wanting to make a big change in your practice, a big change that feels scary for you to do. Because chances are, if it didn't feel scary, you would have already done it, right? How long have you been trying to do it or been even just thinking about doing it on your own? And what will be different for you when you finally say yes to some support in making the changes that you want to make? That's been the key for these ladies. They have a support system, a support crew, yes, a like-minded community of women in chiropractic, but also a team of coaches who are there for them to help them through the process and to answer questions that come up for them along the way. So if that sounds like you, then I'm going to just push you off the ledge right now, (laughs) nudge you out of the nest and tell you, stop waiting. You're wasting time in your life and in your business and your career by waiting to make big changes that you already know you want to make. You know in their heart that they're the right next thing for you to do, but yet they're scary, so you just don't do them. 
Okay, so on that note, if you're ready to make changes in your practice so that you can be the mom that you want to be and have the practice that you want to have all the same time, you can make more money in your practice while working the hours that you want to be able to work and not have to take more time away from your family to do it, then head over to alignedwomenfoundations.com and check out the details for our membership program there. Okay, so today we're gonna be talking about the real reason that you don't like marketing. So last episode, I talked to you about the top three mistakes that women in chiropractic make in marketing. And this piggybacks on that episode. So if you missed it, I would definitely go back and listen to that one after um, you've listened to this one. They're, They're not necessarily in sequence with each other. So let's first talk about why marketing is important. Um, because, you know, depending on what phase of practice you're in, if your practice is like a relatively self-sustaining entity, meaning you're getting referrals from other professionals in your community and from your existing patients, then it can feel like marketing is just not that important. The truth of, of the matter is that it's not urgent, but it is important. And it's important for you to take ownership of your marketing so that your business is a sustainable entity over the long term. And, you know, there's this whole factor, too, of if you want to take your practice to the next level at any point in time, you will have to take the ownership for it going to that next level. It's not anyone else's responsibility to do for you. It is your own. So you can't rely on your referral partners or your existing patients or your state association or your chiropractic school to do it for you. You have to take ownership of what you, who you will need to be and what you'll need to do in order to reach the goals that you have and and create the vision that you have for your practice. And you know, there's this whole thing of like, well, what I have is good enough. And yeah, I get that. And I was in that phase for quite a while too. Like what I had was good enough. We were growing quickly enough. It was all okay. And we had food and we never had to worry about if we had gas in the car and our bills were always somehow paid. We didn't have to really worry about our basic needs. And yet there was more that I wanted, like paying down my student loan debt and being able to take more time off and travel with our kids and saving for their college funds so that they didn't have to take on so much student loan debt like I did because my parents weren't able to contribute to my college education. And being able to help our kids buy vehicles, I mean, there are four of them. This is gonna be an expensive journey, (laughs) seeing all four of these kids into adulthood and beyond. So, while things have you know traditionally always been okay we've always had enough i had to accept at a certain point that while we have enough and i'm grateful for it i want more and there's nothing wrong with wanting more so on that note what's the real reason that you don't like marketing i would encourage you to like sit down and really ask yourself this question put this podcast on pause and ask yourself, what's the real reason that you don't like marketing? A lot of us say we don't like marketing because we don't like feeling like used car salesmen. We don't like feeling like we have to drag people into our practices. We don't like spinal screenings. I hate spinal screenings. I have never ever liked spinal screenings. In fact, I don't think I've ever really truly done one. (laughs) Not in the traditional sense anyway. But then what? 
do you do? If we know that marketing is important and you can't ignore it, and you don't want to do spinal screenings and you don't want to stand at a table at health fairs for hours on the weekends, then what do you do? So first things first, you have to, you have to accept that marketing is your responsibility. You have to identify as a marketer. We talked about that in last week's episode that you have to shift your identity from, I don't like marketing. I'm not into marketing to I am a marketer. It's that simple. Why don't you like marketing? What is it about marketing that you don't like? For many women, it's about being seen. It's about being seen. <laughs> what will people think of you? Will they think you're beautiful enough? Will they think you're ugly? Will they think you're too skinny? Will they think you're too fat? Being seen is basically the same as being visible, right? Being visible. There was a point in my life when I was in undergrad where I had gained way more than the freshman 15. And then my sophomore year, I worked really hard at um, losing the weight that I had gained as a freshman. And into my junior year, I felt like a whole new person. I was, I weighed less on the scale than I had weighed in high school. And I was a pretty active high schooler. I was a dancer on the Palm Squad and I was a cheerleader. And I, um, I just don't know that I had ever really had great nutrition as a child. So there I was as um, a college junior for the first time feeling good about my body, but it was also really uncomfortable. I felt very exposed. Interesting that I had shed a layer of extra adipose tissue and I was more exposed. It was like my soul was more visible. Like my inner being was not something I could hide anymore. And it was really, really uncomfortable for me, especially without strong support through the process of navigating that. Next, after being seen or being visible, it's about being judged. It's kind of the same thing. When we're afraid of being visible, we're afraid of being judged. We're afraid of being judged. We're afraid of what people will say about us. But the truth of the matter is that at the end of the day, what anyone else says about you is not any of your business. And what anyone else says about you is not about you. It's about them. So many of us know this. Like we know that what other people think or say about you doesn't matter. And yet we don't practice it. And for a long time, I didn't practice this. And it's still something that I'm on the growth curve with. I'm still learning. It's not something I've perfected. I don't think we ever really perfect this. But how do you let go of the worry about what other people think about you or what other people will say about you? Whether people judge you because you're a chiropractor, whether people judge you because you're a woman, you're a woman that's too fat, you're a woman that's too skinny, you're a woman that's too blonde, that's too old, that's too young, whatever it is, right? People are going to judge you. And the sooner that you accept the fact that people are going to judge you no matter what, the sooner you recognize that you just do you regardless. Next, marketing is about being honest, being really honest. And the best marketing is authentic and it's vulnerable. It's just someone sharing their story or their stories with you and creating an emotional connection with you. 
So through their honesty, they build that bridge with you. But for many of us, it's hard to be honest. It's hard to be honest about what we really think, what our real opinions are, what our real values are even. So if you don't like marketing, then consider that you don't like being honest. And what would it be like? What would happen if you just started being honest? You know the saying, you might as well be you because people are going to be judging you for whoever whoever you are pretending to be anyway. The same thing applies here. If you're not being honest, people are judging you for the things that you say that aren't necessarily fully true for you either. So you might as well be honest. Next, you don't like being tested. Well, (laughs) there's a lot of ways that through marketing you'll be tested. You will have new skills tested. You will have your consistency, your tenacity, your persistence tested. You will have your values tested. You will have who you are tested. Sometimes by other people, but sometimes simply by you. So if you've ever said to yourself, I just don't like marketing, then consider how willing you are to be tested. You know this already, that any great thing that you could possibly do in your life requires a test. (laughs) It requires you to do something that you haven't done before. And without doing something you haven't done before, there's no significant change. There's no new results. Next, marketing is about being uncomfortable. So if you say, I don't like marketing, then does this also ring true for you that you don't like being uncomfortable? Have you ever um, had a baby and through your pregnancy gained a significant amount of weight and then after the baby was born, found that the weight didn't just fall off. Even if you were nursing around the clock, the weight did not just fall off. And suddenly now you have to do some things that are uncomfortable if you want to release that weight. That might mean you have to get really sweaty through your workouts. You might have to work out early in the morning because it's the time that really works best for you. Even if you're tired, it might mean that you have to stop eating the foods that you're eating now and and change to foods that are more in alignment with your goals, whatever it may be, it's likely that that goal, that change that you want to create, the result that you want to have, will require you to be uncomfortable. So if you've ever said to yourself, I don't like marketing, then I challenge you to get uncomfortable in one small way right now. So maybe something that would be uncomfortable to you is having a dance party with your kids in the living room and just like turning the music up loud and letting it all go and not closing the blinds and not worrying about what your neighbors might think. My kids and I do this often, actually. I don't care what my neighbors think. My husband will say to me sometimes, um, I think the neighbors can hear the music. And I'm like, uh, then tell them not to listen. Tell them to go inside. <laughs> this is our dance party. They don't have to be concerned with what's happening over here. We're just having a good time. Lastly, I want to leave you with this. If you've ever said that you don't like marketing, have you also taken on the thought, this one's a bit different, that marketing is about you? 
because marketing is not really about you. It's about the person that you are trying to reach. By trying to reach, I mean that you're trying to get a message across to that person. You're, you're attempting to share something with them that creates an emotional connection with them. Marketing is not about you. Stop making it about you. It's not about you. It's about the people that you are meant to help. It's about attracting the right person to your practice. It's about making a big impact in your community. It's about creating social change. Without marketing, those things don't happen. So if you've ever said, I don't like marketing, and then also thought, I don't like making things about me, you're thinking about marketing the wrong way. Marketing is not about you. Melissa is watching and she says, yes, marketing isn't about me. It's about how they can feel and the best possibilities. How, let's interpret this. It's about how they can feel and have the best possibilities. Feel the best and have the best, <laughs> have the best possibilities. Something along those lines. Thank you, Melissa. So let's recap what we've talked about. If you've ever thought, felt, or said, I don't like marketing, see which one of these or how many of them apply to you. That you don't like being seen, you don't like being visible, you don't like being judged, you don't like being honest, you don't like being tested, you don't like being uncomfortable, and that you think marketing is about you. Which one of these resonates with you the most? How are you going to turn it around right now so that you can move forward in a way that allows you to be empowered and, the, and take ownership of growing your practice instead of feeling disempowered and like, you're, like you have to force yourself to do things that you don't really want to do, aka spinal screenings, or just hope for the best and hope that you get a lot of referrals. Okay, my friends, that's all that I wanted to share with you for episode 118 today. I hope that you're enjoying these episodes about marketing because I like them and I'm sure that next week's episode will be another episode about marketing <laughs> as well. However, at this moment, I don't have the topic planned out quite yet. So join me next week for episode 119. In the meantime, I would love to hear from you. What did you take away from this episode? Let me know. Share it with me here in the comments and I'll see you soon. Thank you again for joining me for this episode of the Aligned Women podcast. If you've loved this show, please share your favorite episode with another woman in chiropractic who you know would love to be more profitable in her practice without sacrificing any more time with her family. And if you love what you hear on this show and want more insight into how you can have both more time freedom and more financial freedom, be sure to take the Aligned Practice quiz. You can join our newsletter and get your free copy of the quiz at alignedwomen.com forward slash quiz. You'll know in less than 15 minutes what you need to focus on right away to become present and profitable. We'll see you in your email inbox soon.